0: believing that what you say will come to pass. David W. Palmer. Mark 11:23 GNT. I assure you, if anyone says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. The final condition Jesus gave in Mark 11:23 for successful faith is, believes that what he says will happen. We may state our hopes with relative ease, and even claim that we are believing what we say, but to truly believe that what we say will happen is not easy. A niggling doubt often remains in one dark corner of our heart, tugging at us, being a stumbling block to the wholehearted, bold, confident, confession of assured faith that we need to move mountains and to please God. So, how do we manage our lives until we fully believe that what we say will come to pass? First, we note that Jesus also taught that our spoken words and our hearts' beliefs are closely connected. Luke six forty five N 45 NKJV, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil, for out of the abundance of the heart his mouth speaks. So again, getting to the point of believing that what you say will happen is about managing your heart, for out of the overflow of belief in your heart will emanate the mountain moving words. This has several keys. 1. God always does, but only does, what he says. Jeremiah 1:12 ESV, I am watching over my word to perform it. One easy way to believe that what we say is going to happen is to make sure we say what God says is going to happen. So, how do we discover what God is going to do? We certainly cannot have a fully assured heart. If we merely presume or assume we know what God is intending to do. For example, we could read the Bible and see there that both Jesus and Peter walked on water. Then we remember that we read somewhere that with God nothing is impossible, and that whatever we ask in Jesus' name will happen. So we declare, I am going to walk on water today, in Jesus' name. Sadly, this will probably not enable us to walk across the swimming pool. What we often don't remember is that before Peter walked on the water, Jesus commanded him to do it. Matthew 14:25, 28 29 NKJV Now in the fourth watch of the night Jesus went to them, walking on the sea, 28, and Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water, 29. So he said, Come, and when Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. Peter did the impossible, he walked on water, but he did this when Jesus spoke to him to do it. Hearing from God is the key to being able to confidently and boldly say what will happen and to really believe it in our hearts. On the other hand, it's not too difficult to believe and to declare what is humanly possible, albeit very grandiose. For example, President Kennedy confidently affirmed that they would put a man on the moon. He believed that what he said would come to pass. He may not have heard this from God, but he certainly had all the nation's resources and people to help him do it, and no doubt, the prayer support of many believers. So what he said, he believed was possible it happened. According to what we were told at the time, when it comes to us making bold statements of faith, we may be able to believe that what we say will come to pass when we declare things that we can do in our own strength. For example, tomorrow, I'm going shopping, I'm going to get a university degree. Or we may simply have faith in science, I believe it's going to rain tomorrow. I've studied the weather data, maps, and forecasts, etc. However, when it comes to declaring what is impossible, like the relocation of a mountain into the sea, we would be wise to hear God say it into our hearts first, before we try to make it happen by speaking to it. This is the only way for us to be fully assured, that what is impossible for man is going to come to pass after we declare it by faith. Let's restrain our tongues in this matter, until we hear from the Master, by Revelation, Matthew 10:27 NLT, what I tell you now in the darkness. Shout abroad when daybreak comes, what I whisper in your ear. Shout from the housetops for all to hear. 2. Meditate in God's word until it comes to life in observable action. The second key to believing absolutely that what you say will happen works when you meditate on what God has said in his written word. Confess it, study it, learn it, and really take it into your heart. Stay at this until it explodes with life inside you. That way, it is short to come forcibly out of your mouth in righteous and wise claims. Job 625 NKJV How forceful are right words. Jesus assures us that when we speak right words, the living word of God, from a fully assured heart, when we declare boldly, confidently, and accurately what he is saying, we will have what we say. Let's put this into practice today. Let's find written scripture that promises what we need, desire, or hope for. Then, we can meditate in it while listening to the Holy Spirit, what he whispers deep into your heart. Begin to speak. Eventually, the full assurance of faith will come, and that's when you can shout it for all to hear. Jesus, the living word of God, has whispered it to you. You may be a bit nervous or timid about this when you first do it, just like the first time you rode a bicycle or drove a car, but soon you will realize that you were made for this. Look out mountain. Make room for your inheritance. Of course, as always, remember to tithe, Malachi 3.10 and KJV, bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven, and pour out for you such blessing, that there will not be room enough to receive it.